Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Metcast, the official podcast of Manchester Metropolitan University. As the second week of COP26 begins, we are turning our attention from climate change to climate risk and adaptation. Dr Paul O'Hare, Senior Lecturer in Urban Geography and Development, will be discussing his work with the Manchester Climate Change Agency as he supports the refreshment of the climate change policy in Greater Manchester. Paul's work focuses on how the city can adapt to climate change and mitigate some of the risks, such as flooding and rising temperatures, something which he says is often neglected in cities across the nation and beyond. So Paul, can you talk about some of the work you're currently doing in Greater Manchester? So the work that I'm doing in Manchester it turns our attention to consider the the, the the climate risk that the city will face in the future and to begin to identify ways that we can start to address that. So no matter what happens with uh, carbon emissions, we are very likely to see uh, the impacts uh, of a changing climate um, on the city. We haven't quite, uh, like most cities, this isn't just Manchester specific, but we haven't quite pinned down just what those implications uh, might be for the for the city. So we're likely to see um, impacts on, on infrastructure, on our buildings, um, on our residents and businesses in the city, but really encouraging organisations and entities and individuals to sit down and, and have a good think through uh, what the implications of a changing climate uh, might be. Beyond that then, uh, it's part of my role uh, to begin to think about what a more resilient, more climate resilient and more generally resilient Manchester will look like. So beginning to um, sketch out a, a vision for resilience or, or an overall aim, strategic aim for resilience for the city and to begin to identify how climate resilience might um, have synergies with other policies across the city and beyond that then to identify more practical ways that organisations, individuals and communities across the city might be able to take action, very practical action on climate resilience and climate adaptation. And what are some of the biggest risks we face in Manchester due to climate change? Yes, yeah, so the climate of the future will is likely to be warmer, likely to be wetter. We're likely to see uh, more more storms. We're likely to see more convectional rainfall uh, during the summer that will lead to uh, flash flooding. A particular concern and something that we're only now really beginning to to take seriously is the impact that uh, much uh, hotter days. Um, in the summer and heat waves in the summer uh, will have on, on the city. Um, that's of a particular concern because uh, the buildings that, that we occupy, most of them were built for a very different, very different climate and we're still building buildings that will not be able to uh, will not be able to, to ventilate or to cool down uh, sufficiently in 20 or 30 years time. And that's a big concern for me because I think um, heat risk will actually uh, very uh, very sadly, but very likely, will will kill people um, in the city um, in in the future. And we need to begin to think about this now, so that we're constructing buildings that that will be uh, comfortably habitable um, in in the future. So, rising temperatures and flooding are some of the biggest things that we need to adapt to in Manchester in the future. We believe that the main impacts on on a city such as Manchester will be. Uh, flood uh, through flood risk and the risk of uh, pluvial flooding in particular. So that's uh, surface water um, runoff and drainage systems in particular, and also uh, heat risk. We're actually 
pretty good at identifying and acknowledging uh, the impacts of, of flooding, although I think that might change uh, as well in the future. So we do have to keep an eye on that. We're much less certain about the impacts that um, a warmer and potentially um, hotter future will bring for the city. So that's an area that we need to really uh, think about in a, in a much more um, strategic fashion. So when we talk about climate risk and adaptation, I guess we are talking about how we can live with the implications of climate change, almost acknowledging that some of these impacts now cannot be reversed. Is that right? Yes. In, in many respects, it's uh, it, it's looking at climate change. It's, it's not supposed to be um, a cop-out. It's not supposed to be a way of of thinking, well, let's just try and deal with the consequences of climate change. So all of the work that um, is uh, being undertaken around mitigation is really vitally important and needs to be stepped up. And as, as um, and hopefully we'll see some progress being made with that um, in Glasgow. But yes, it's it's very much about um, acknowledging that we that no matter what happens with emissions, even if we were to turn off emissions um, overnight, that there still would be um, potentially quite severe implications uh, for cities right across the world, and Manchester is is no exception in that. So yes, it's a it's it's taking a, a look at climate change and saying, well, sadly, it's it's here. Uh, we're too late to reverse a lot of the impacts. Uh, of of climate change, but anything that we can do to uh, to to mitigate even by fractions of degrees will uh, make the make the job of adaptation uh, that little bit easier in in the future. But adaptation, resilience, and thinking strategically and coherently and innovatively around uh, climate adaptation and climate resilience, I think, will become much much more um, important uh, as we as we plan our cities of the future. And are you able to talk about some of the, the potential strategies that you're thinking of to mitigate these risks? Yes, so we're developing with, with Manchester Climate Change Ag- Agency, we're developing a vision for a more uh, resilient Manchester um, and a series of principles or sub-objectives around which we can uh, mobilise action. Uh, but some of the very practical actions that we can take is to um, ensure our buildings of the future are designed not necessarily for the climate of today, but are designed for the climate that we'll most likely face in 20, 30, 40 years uh, time. Another uh, strategy, another approach that, that we'll begin to, uh, that hopefully will progress uh, throughout the city is to integrate more green and blue infrastructure. So more trees, um, more uh, waterways um, and and. Um, sustainable urban drainage systems and so on that can be integrated into the built environment to hopefully begin to alleviate some of the um, some some of the some of the more worrying um, aspects of, uh, of of climate change implications. So, for example, making sure that we get decent quality um, urban green space built uh, integrated into um, our our. Uh, built environment of, of the future because where we have uh, trees and where we have vegetation uh, for example that will not only provide a really nice public amenity but will also provide urban cooling for example um, in summers of the future will also provide um, it will also soak up some some of the excess water that we're likely to see in the future as well and have any of these strategies already been actioned in the region 
Yes, so there are some nice examples across Manchester of, of, of where we've actually practically uh, realised this. So over in West Gorton, there's what's referred to as the park that drinks water or climate resilient park. So that's a, 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 a really nice new uh, park that provides a, a really nice uh, public amenity for the local uh, community. It's got a it's got a play park. It's got a uh, civic meeting space, but it also has sustainable urban drainage systems and swales that will collect uh, collect water, collect rainwater. It also takes some uh, rainwater off the uh, nearby highways and and helps uh, to uh, remove some of the pollutants uh, from from that water. And it also uh, makes really nice use of already existing mature trees, which will provide cooling uh, in the future as well. And am I right in thinking this planet around climate risk isn't something which is just happening in Greater Manchester, but across the whole UK? So so lots of cities have got, um, well, all cities, all local authorities will have climate officers and will have climate policies. And a lot of those policies um, are are in the, in the process of being updated um, at the minute, uh, not least to take greater account of climate adaptation and climate uh, resilience alongside mitigation. Manchester is quite unique in that we've got a Manche- we've got the Manchester Climate Change Agency, which is um, a separate entity from the local authority. Um, other uh, cities and other city regions have got um, have got similar organisations, uh, similar organisations as well. I, as they're, they're all united with the common goal of trying to uh, first of all um, drive down emissions and mitigate uh, the the mitigate climate change uh, but increasingly we're, be- we're beginning to see organizations and um, agencies and, and climate partnerships uh, engaging much more coherently uh, with the adaptation and resilience agenda thank you for listening to the latest episode of metcast the official podcast from manchester metropolitan university your feedback is always welcome as are much needed reviews and ratings on itunes so if you have a moment please head down and let us know what you think You can also subscribe to the podcast on your preferred podcasting platform. Until next time, goodbye.